0: Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Way back in school, uh, how many years ago? (laughs) Around 30 to 40 years ago, uh, we have teachers who likes to give uh, or to write the uh, test in school or questions using uh, multiple choice okay I, I, I know that uh, uh, like me I like yes or no uh, <laughs> but multiple choice is also okay okay what is a multiple choice it's you, you select the correct answer for the for the following questions okay so let us first define Uh, MCQ What is a multiple choice question? Okay, according to the internet Okay, a multiple choice question or MCQ is composed of two parts A stem that identifies the question or problem Followed by a list of possible responses Also known as options Or alternatives. Another definition, the multiple choice question type of test allows the respondent to choose one or multiple options from the list of possible answers. Okay. Third definition for multiple choice, MCQ is a form of an objective assessment in which respondents are asked to select only correct answers from the choices offered as a list. So, friends, ladies, and gentlemen, today our topic is entitled multiple choice. Okay. So, if you were given the option to live your life back to where you are, uh, where you Came to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, when you met the Lord Jesus Christ, if you were given the option to live it again, okay, um, how would you live it? Okay, think about it. How would you live it? Are you going to avoid the pit, uh, the, the 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 holes, the potholes, uh, you know, or the, the trials that you've encountered? Well, probably yes. Thank you dear. But as a Christian should we accept good from God and not accept adversity? Or should we accept good from God to prove that God is really good? <laughs> or does or does the goodness of God decreases? Okay? Does, does God's goodness decrease whenever he allows trial? To come our way, how would you assess that? If God will allow you to go through some suffering, or through sufferings, you know, does that diminishes God's goodness? Well, to some yes, to some no. It depends on how you see it, right? It depends on how you view your trials. So this is this is very important, you know, because you know when times are good. And when times are bad, or let's say when life is, uh, when your life is stable or shaky, okay, or in times of plenty and in times of empty, all right, I mean, can we still say or can we still sing the song, God is good all the time? (laughs) Can you sing this, this song? I mean... You know, is it a rhema for you to sing a song that God God is good always? All the time? Is He good? When you're, you know, when you're up or you when you're down, you're in, you know, is, is He still good to you? So, guys, uh, does this thing matter? Does, does it matter? Yeah. I believe... Uh, uh, Those experiences are valid and they can somehow affect our emotion and also affect our walk with God, our faith, you know, our followership. And that is why we need to have the right foundation. That's why we're discussing this topic right now because some Christians, you see, they feel they have approval from God when when they are blessed, you know, when they have plenty, when when their prayers are answered, you know, when, when their business is, you know, when they have abundance, you know, with their harvest, with the, their business, with their blessings, when there's so much blessing and they are financially stable, you know, and, and, and they see a lot of doors open, for them, that's an approval from God. And so, for them, God is good, you know, but, but if, the opposite happens for the, some christians for them it you know they feel like god doesn't love them anymore all right or that or that god is angry at them because you know uh, they have done something that is unforgivable <laughs> something like that and that god doesn't care for them anymore but that's a lie we know that's a lie that is not true because our god you know his very nature is love and he will always forgive now i remember that song from sandy patty let me sing just a short line it says that's the love of god it's never ending amen that's the love of god always forgiving He's always there, He never fails, all He will do is love forever, and He loves to share, that's the love of God. You see, that's the love of God. It's never-ending, He's always forgiving. You see, this is our God. Okay, you, you, you need to know who your God is. You, I mean, th- this God is the living God, the only true and living God, the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's the one true God. Okay? He's the creator of the universe. <laughs> so let me introduce him to you. And so, friends, uh, our thinking is very important because to some people, when they, are, when they go through some sort of trials for them, they feel, oh, God has cursed us. And, you know, we're, we're not lucky and uh, we were chosen to be dumb or things, something like that, you know. Uh, so they, they would start, uh, they would stop pursuing God in that case. Because they think that they are cursed already. But you you see, you don't need to think that way because if you know who God is, He loves you. You see, the Bible says, Not one thing that any should perish, but that all might come to repentance. Okay? So, uh, those negative thoughts that God is angry at you because you have done you have not done enough you know you're you, you, you're a failure you you know um, you don't measure up you know things like that or or you have you have done an unforgivable sin uh, that's a lie that you know that thinking or feeling is a big lie from the enemy you see? When we face hardships, it doesn't mean that God has cursed us already. You see, it's the devil, Satan, wants to discourage all Christians so Christians would stop or will stop following the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, that that's why that, that's why the church is under attack. Believers are under attack, especially during the time of pandemic when 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 the body of Christ cannot meet. And so, you know, he has more advantage to, <laughs> to tempt, to, you know, to deceive people and to, you know, to cause a lot of fear, you know, in the hearts of men. Until today, a lot of people are into fear and <laughs> that is sad, you know, but uh, you have to understand God is bigger than germs, than every problem in this world you know you don't need to fear anything because you see our lives are in the hands of the lord he can heal you can he can allow sickness to so you can you know be with him in forever (laughs) but you know if you have a purpose you know you tell god lord i'm here i want to live longer i want to serve you and if you want to use me if you plan to use me more then, you know, no matter what happens, even if you are surrounded by sick people, you will be healed and you will live. Because God is alive. The God of Daniel is the same God that we serve today. If God can save Daniel from the lions, if God can save uh, <clears throat> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from the, from the king, from the Bukadnezar, God can save you today. Okay, so if you're suffering because you did what is right, well, well that's that's a good thing. Okay, so God bless you. You will receive your reward, <laughs> you know. But if you're, you're, you're suffering right now because you did something wrong, because of a known sin or because of a wrongdoing, then the solution is simple. Repent, all right? I'm not condemning you. I'm not judging you. Just repent that's the only way because if you're driving your car in a wrong direction of course the authorities will you know will catch you will they will uh, ch- uh, you will have a penalty what they will stop you right that's right right so if you flow if if you if you drive or if you go against the current of god's will or if you go against the will of god I tell you right now, you will not win. The only way, if you want your life to be back, okay? <laughs> uh, repent, okay? Repent, follow the Lord, submit to the Lord, all right? You will not inherit a trophy one day, but only pain if you continue with selfishness, if you continue to, to live your life the way you want it. That is not the will of God, okay? Okay? so if you continue sinning okay all you will you know you know you can experience a lot of pain because of sin but I'm not saying that all pain that we experience are a result of sin no some pain are a result of opposing evil okay alright so there's a clash between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light and uh, if you are on the side of god and that's good okay so it doesn't matter if we go through some trials and sufferings as long as we're doing what is right okay one day our lives will be reviewed in heaven and may the lord commend us during that time everyone will receive their you know appreciation (laughs) The the from the Lord Himself. So now back to where we started. Back to where, uh, the, our original question. So, so if you if you were given the chance to start in this life as a Christian, okay, um, how will you live it? Or let's rephrase it. Let's rephrase the question. If you were given the option, okay, you were given the option to live your life once more, once again, okay, would you take it? I'm sure if I'm in a face to face meeting or Bible study group, I would hear a lot of yes, I will take it. I'll take it. <laughs> okay? So to complicate the scenario a little bit, you know more now that you pick the uh, we pick the option that we want to restart our lives okay so here's our multiple choice questions for christians okay this is okay for christians all right multiple choice questions for christians as a christian what would you choose? Okay, as a Christian, what would you choose? Letter A, blessings. Letter B, trials or sufferings. Letter C, both, blessings and trials. Letter D, none of the above. <laughs> okay, so that's a uh, multiple choice. As a Christian, what would you choose? How about you, John? What's your choice? Letter what? <laughs> so hard. So hard, right? <laughs> okay, so we all want it. For sure, we want to be blessed. Okay, so letter A, blessings. Trials, we don't want it, right? Both? Really? So, you see, if that is our kind of thinking, then we will have a problem, you know, uh, with... Uh, the actual uh, experiences that we face in life. Because the truth of the matter is, when we are given these options, A, B, C, and D, blessings, trials, both, or none of the above, of course, we would choose blessings. We want to be blessed. You know, who doesn't want to be blessed? We want to be blessed. But trials, please, <laughs> exclude trials. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what, friends? We need to have the mindset of Christ. We need to, to 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 you know let our brain and our hearts function according to the will of God, according to the word of God. So we understand the what, the why, the you know, why, how, you know, things like that. Alright. So, next question. Number two, we only have three questions, by the way. Number two, as a Christian, what would you prefer? As a Christian, what would you prefer? Letter A, prosperity. Letter B, adversity or famine. Letter C, both of them. Letter D, none of the above. Okay? So, again, as a Christian, what would you prefer? Prosperity, adversity, both or none of the above? You see, the the same thing, okay? So, um, let me just guess, okay? My guess is this. And I believe uh, I'm right with my guess, okay? A. Again, our choice will be A. We want to prosper. Do you want to be successful? Everybody wants to be successful. You ask people why they go to school, why they want their children to be educated. Because they want their children to be successful in life. So, do you want God to bless you? Yes, we want blessings. Do you want God to prosper the works of your hands? Yes, we want to prosper. So, that's it. Our answer, again, is letter A. Prosperity. We want God to prosper us, okay? To bless the works of our hands. But how about famine? How about adversity? Oh, no, 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 no. I, we don't like that. Well, that's the truth. But what is the right answer? What is the right answer? Is it A, B, C, or D? Okay? If we are to make the... Uh, if we are to write this the answers for the questions, well, the right answer is A. But if God were to give the right answer, A is not the right answer. Huh? Really? Yes. Later. Okay? We'll share more. We'll give you the answer later. First, we need to read to you the third or the last question. Here's the last question. Number three. As a Christian, which one do you prefer? Okay? Again, as a Christian, Which one do you prefer? A. Respect or honor. B. Persecution. Do you want to go through some sort of persecution or be mistreated? Letter C. Both. Okay? Sometimes you want uh, uh, people to respect you and and sometimes uh, it's okay for you to be uh, mistreated. Persecuted or hated, okay, for the sake of Christ. Letter D, none of the above. So what do you think, guys? Again, if, you know, for us, the right answer is A. A, 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 a. all right? We don't want persecution. And that is why people, a lot of even pastors, they don't want to talk about end-time prophecies. Because if you read end-time prophecies, they, you're going to encounter the word persecution. The church will be persecuted and somehow, you know. And, and uh, we only wanted all positive. Okay, so when trouble comes, people are confused i thought pastor said everything will be okay pastor said all is positive pastor said no need to you know everything positive in fact there are some christians that preach if you receive jesus as lord and savior you're not going to go through some sickness you're not going to have some issues in life you're not going you know everything will be positive no that's not what the bible says right so listen up friends the reason why we're talking about this is because you will have the right balanced mindset. You know, why God allows this and God allows the other. Okay? Oh, is, is that the Bible? Is that written? Yes, it is. Okay? So, for us, the right answer to this question is letter A. But for the Bible, if you read the Bible, the answer is. Is letter C. So, since our question number one, I mean from question number one, question number two, and question number three, the answer is always letter C. Letter C. Letter C. It is both, both what? Both blessings and trials. Both what? Prosperity and adversity. Both what? Respect persecution. Honor, persecution. To some people, you will be honored. There will be people who will honor you, who will appreciate you. But some people will criticize you. Some people will judge you. Some people will hate you. So you see, this is is the Christian world. Okay, this is packaged, right? So the thing is like, okay, so now, would you choose what will you choose between victory and, and some sort of shakings or oh, which one do you prefer or, or let's say between uh, peace or shalom or peaceful living and uh, lots of struggles of course you don't we don't want struggles we want to be victorious always we want to overcome all the storms of life right so between stress free or uh, stressful life. <laughs> we don't want to be stressed in this life. We want to be to have, to live, uh, to enjoy a stress-free life. Okay, we don't want to be stressed out in this world, right? Nobody wants that. All right. So, so you know, just think, think. Um, let the questions sink into your mind and heart that, you know, when we face trials of many kinds, whether positive or negative, this should not change our position in Christ. We should remain strong and true to his word. We must not be shaken, okay, because these things happen and that thing ha- also happens, so it's a balanced thing, right? And why? So this is now, we want to give you the answer. So you see, one of uh, um, the, uh, one of the, if you're a Christian f- f- um, for quite some time already, uh, you know, in the Christian community, the story of Job is familiar. Now we know that uh, in Job chapter two. Uh, Job's wife already reprimanded and, and confronted his husband Job and, and said to him, you see, look, Job, you see what's happening? You know, you know, he said, why are you still holding on to your integrity? It's like saying, why are you still loyal to God? Look what is happening to you. Look what, he's, what he has done to your life, Job. The, the wife told Job this. And, and he said, curse God and die. What? You know what Job said? This was Job's answer. Job chapter 2 verse 10. Okay, this was Job's reply to his wife. He said, he replied, You are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? Or shall we accept good from God and not adversity? You see, that is wisdom from Job. You see, people like job uh, are, are are rare or uh, endangered species because th- such people are so loyal to god you know and um, and uh, i want to give you the main scripture for today this is our main scripture ecclesiastes chapter 7 Okay, Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verses 13 to 14. Let's read this together, okay? Very important. Verse 13, it says, Ecclesiastes 7, 13 to 14. 13 says, consider the work of God. Consider what? The work of God. What is the work of God? It says, who can make straight what he has made crooked? Whoa, that is so true. Verse 14, it says, In the day of prosperity, what? Be joyful. Okay? In the day of prosperity, rejoice. And in the day of adversity, in the day of trials, in the day of sufferings, okay, he said, consider, consider then it goes on to say god has made the one as well as the other meaning to say god allows it you know so that man may not find out anything that will be after him you see god ordained or god allowed both good the positive and the negative you know so he he can see our response And actually, when we experience negative, that should make us become more dependent on God. Because if it's always positive, People will become proud look at what happened to the jews in the old testament whenever they are blessed by god whenever they have you know all you know they're in the land uh, with uh, flowing flowing with milk and honey and all of these blessings then they forget god because all positive all positive all positive they forget god you see pride suddenly uh, uh, what do you call this? Uh, germinates. <laughs> okay, they, it emerges, it surfaces. Okay, because they forget God because it's always positive. What about the negative? So when there is negative, that will balance us and that will, have, that will give us stability with our faith in God. Do you understand that? So that is very important. We need to understand that in this time that, you know, Even we we can say from the time of the pandemic until today, now we are experiencing world wars, you know, uh, economic crisis, and all of these things. You know what, friends? You need to understand that it's gonna, of course, God is dealing with that's another story. God is uh, speaking, God is saying something, and people need to respond. But the thing is this that should result to something good in us towards god with our relationship with god if we understand if we look at it in in a different way in heaven's eyes how do you see your trials how do you look at your trials the trials that you're facing right now how do you see them uh, are you learning something from it or are you Fully ignoring those trials or, or, you know, because you know that there's something to learn in every trial, right? So, friends, ladies, and gentlemen, I just want to share with you that, you know, God can allow both things, okay? Positive, negative, and, and, and we can do nothing about it. I mean we, can, we cannot stop it, especially if it's part of God's unconditional prophecies. You see, if you read end time prophecies, if it is an unconditional prophecy, it will come to pass no matter how many times you pray and fast. You cannot stop what the Bible said will happen. okay? So like you will hear of wars, rumors of wars. So now you pray, Lord, I pray, let there be no wars. No, 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 no. The Bible says nation against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And so those are the unconditional prophecies that will happen because uh, it, uh, it tells us that the Bible is true, the Bible is flawless, the Bible is correct what God predicted a long time ago through his prophets will surely, will certainly come to pass. So it means that, so for us, the point is we need to submit to God in this matter. What is the will of God? What should we do? That's the thing. That's why we had the series on famines in the Bible you know, you know. Check out our series on famines in the Bible. Okay, look for the link or check our uh, YouTube uh, and our uh, Facebook. Uh, we uploaded our series on famines in the Bible. Maybe you you will get something out of it, and you will start to look for your Goshen and start building your Goshen. You see, uh um, with the meeting with the agriculture. Uh, uh, <laughs> authorities and uh, they said that to to start a farm it will take you three to five years that's just the initial or just the beginning you know th- th- that's just the pioneering stage that's a three to five years so if you start later <laughs> you're you're late okay so when when do you, when should, when when must we start? It's now. It's the the answer is always now. No, no, that's not my topic. Okay. So anyway, because in our little farm right now, what we what we grow here are giant plants. <laughs> okay. So I'm I'm and we're doing a lot of assignments and we have projects for 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 for. We have projects okay <laughs> and we'll be helping uh, a lot of new farms and and uh, uh, it is god who gives us wisdom and connections and, and 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 provides and he provided for us so that we can buy things we need for experimentations but that is not my topic again okay so let's go back to our topic <laughs> okay so it says in ecclesiastes seven in the day of prosperity rejoice or be joyful in the day of adversity what consider consider god has made the one as well as the other so that what so that man may not find out anything that will be after him so so that no man might be able to foresee, okay, to know or predict what shall befall him afterwards. So so the effect, the effect would be what? A, a constant dependence on God. Let me say that again. That will make us, that uh, cause and effect, the effect will be, we will be clinging Will will be seeking God. Why? Because Lord, I'm facing a trial that i don't know what to do lord so help me god i don't know you know during the pandemic my prayer was lord i don't know how to pastor the church now <laughs> what do i do you see trials will help you will tune you to the will of god because that, when you face trials you, you're going to seek him so that is why our choice must not always be letter a prosperity blessings you know all positive we need we need both we need both blessings and trials, prosperity and adversity. Okay? Right? Plenty and famine. Okay? So, if famine comes, okay, to some people who, who, who will respond properly, okay, they will not go hungry. Why because they, they they prepared they planted but those who have not prepared you know some of them will be critical they'll be they will be angry at God they will start you know uh, to grumble uh, criticize the government they will start to rebel they will start to all sort of you know it's chaotic to the emotions of those who does not flow with the will of God so you see Whether in plenty or in shortages of food, the character of Christ must manifest, must shine in our lives. How? We need to take heed. Okay? When famine comes, when the the economy collapses, and and people will, 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 those people who have trusted, Mon- mon- monetary system you know they they, they experience I mean they, I mean they they work so hard because they're so dependent on the monetary system but then came to the point where even their money cannot buy anything because they we lack supply no food what would you do who would you blame who would you blame? and then you if you call me pastor you know now we you know we have nothing to eat and you know we're starving etc cetera, etc cetera. i will not tell you that i told you so <laughs> we love you people at the beginning of this pandemic because during the last decade i see a pattern already so i said I know where where all these things <clears throat> will lead us to, and so I told people to prepare. This thing might happen, and it happened, and then the next thing might happen, and it happened, and the next thing, and now the next thing, and 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 I said to myself, "Oh, I'm gonna plant," but then, and I realized I was selfish because. I will plant I will grow food I will produce food for my family only what do you, what about the church what about God's people so I realized oh no I need you know a bigger place to plant so I can produce more and feed the hungry. So we can, pres- and, and that's why we're doing a, comp- you know, we're campaigning for, to, to, to people and and some people instead of helping they start criticizing, they start to, you know, you don't understand, we, we're not talking about the now, we're talking about the future. Okay? We, we need to prepare. You know, I, I like what Kuya uh, um. Kuyanolan Nolan Silva said he said we hope the rapture would come before the tribulation but we prepare as though it will happen later <laughs> that's wisdom because you, you, no one knows you know the debate between a rapture you know we had a series about the rapture all will agree that before the wrath but here's the thing we cannot set dates guys we cannot so who who do I believe my theologian is the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ said, No one knows. Not even angels. Not not, not the Son. Only the fathers. Only the father. No one knows. He said, So prepare because you don't know when your Lord will come. When your Lord. So he was talking to believers. You don't know when your Lord will come. Read Matthew 24. And he also said, be be ready, therefore, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. expect him. So, friends, ladies and gentlemen, I believe Jesus, more than all the theologians, more than all the debaters that we have right now in this planet. Because you know what? No one really knows. So concerning the rapture, no one knows if you know when the rapture will happen then you are better than the lord jesus then you're saying you're better than the angels then you're saying you're better than, than than the king of kings and lord of lords you're better than the one who is about to return because you know you know and jesus said well no one knows not even the angels." you read matthew 24 especially in niv it's very clear not even the son of man Only the father when Jesus said only the father he meant only the father not those theologians they don't know only the father let me say that again only the father so what do you do you prepare for his coming for his imminent coming because he can you know get you you know he can take anyone to heaven to be with God forever in heaven anytime okay Maybe after I preach, if God will take me home, whoa. Glory, hallelujah, bye-bye. See you later, right? But guess what? What if that will not happen? What if the father decides, okay, later? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. So you see, we're not the father. I'm not the father. We have a heavenly father. And and the Lord Jesus Christ said He makes He makes the, the, the decision. He makes the call. So when he says, it's time, it's time. So how do I know when the rapture will take place? Yes, I know. Do I know when Jesus is coming? Yes, I know. So when? When the Father says, it's time, it's time, right? <laughs> Why? Because no one knows. No one knows. So what do we do? We prepare. For what? For any calamity that the Bible has predicted. Read read the Bible and prepare what if I'll I'll give you you know last night I was thinking about this and the Bible says and the Sun will be darkened Uh, okay the moon will not give its light so it is total blackout and darkness what if it will take a little bit longer although the Bible says lift up your heads your, your redemption draweth near so I thought well maybe i need to learn how to grow mushrooms too <laughs> because they don't need light <laughs> they're they're fungi they're fungis and and uh, they, they, they they like darkness but they, they're food for us right but not all mushrooms are food for us but, but the thing is this i'm just giving you an example that's just an example to tell you that you need to take heed you need to engage with Bible prophecies, okay? Because guess what? You know, uh, in church, we discuss things, and, and after a while, maybe after a year or many months, and things happen, I said, whoa. Wow. So how do we know this? Read the Bible. Okay, I think uh, <laughs> we were sidetracked already. So here's the purpose of prosperity and adversity okay it says prosperity is about god as a good and faithful father who wants to bless and provide for the needs of his children so that is the purpose of letter a okay prosperity so we we want to prosper right we want to be successful we want god's blessing so that that shows us that displays the goodness of God as our Heavenly Father. Okay? Number two, while adversity, okay, number two, while adversity or trials and sufferings are allowed by the same God to build what? Character. So number three, if we fuse, encapsulate these two points together, in other words, it is God's character extended eternally expressed on our behalf and it is also his character being formed in us amen so it's together okay both at work in us so we need both not just positive things but let's allow God to work also through our trials now To close this, we want to read to you Romans 5, verse 3. It says, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. In what? In our sufferings. So not just glory, not just honor, not just victory. Okay? But we glory in our what? In our sufferings. Because we know that suffering produces perseverance and perseverance, character, and character hope. So you see, character is formed in us when we go through sufferings. Now, James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, when you are involved in various trials. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. But you must let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete, lacking in nothing. So you see, the effect is uh, spiritual maturity. The effect is that uh, will be perfected or it will make us complete, lacking in nothing. So you see, character it's everything, <laughs> all right? Uh, and then, and, and, and uh, good character is formed when we face uh, discipline from God especially. You see, children that are not disciplined are children of trouble. You know, they, they, they cause a lot of heartaches and trouble. That's in the book of Proverbs too. But those children who went through some... Some form of discipline and and beatings and and, and pain, who went through pain. Uh, But as long as it's not abuse, as long as it's not torture, as long as it is in the category of uh, discipline out of love, then those pain will result to righteousness in the future. Those pain will result in good. That is why God will allow us to go to, 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 to experience blessings and prosperity and His goodness and all positive, but not to the point that we will become proud of ourselves and forget about God. He will also allow us to go through some trials so that we will not forget Him, but we will remember that we have a God, you know, that we need to be a God whom we can depend on. Amen. Last verse, First Corinthians chapter ten thirteen says. Now this is the bonus part. No trial has overtaken you except, uh, ex- uh, no trial has overtaken you that is not faced by others, or meaning to say, it's common to man. And God is faithful; He will not let you be tried beyond what you are able to bear, but with the trial will also provide a way out, so that you may be able to endure it. So God can control the intensity of trials that we face. Okay, if it's too much, you know, if you can't bear it, then the Bible says He will not give us trials that we cannot bear okay so and and not only that but he will what provide a way out so God is good okay unless you decide not to you know unless you wanted to keep uh, facing the same trial <laughs> you don't want to uh, you don't want to what do you call this? I forgot the right word. Uh, you, you just wanted to hang on to that trial, okay? Instead of you getting over it, overcoming such trial, you cannot move on because you don't want to move on. You just want to remain in that particular trial. That's your decision, but that's a wrong decision, right? Because the Lord said, He will give you an escape. So if you are being tempted tempted by the devil to commit sin and you want to keep you know you want to entertain the devil, you want to entertain and feed yourself with all the temptations that he can provide you, then you're in trouble. okay? Because the gravity of the world of, of the sinful world will be stronger and stronger for as long as you entertain the lies and deception and temptations of the devil. So the Bible says the Lord will provide a way out. So what's the you know you, you you can rebuke the devil right there and then. Okay? You can say it is written it is written the Bible says this and that. I rebuke you devil and instead of you uh, yielding, you know, you 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 refuse it, you reject it, you right? You sing worship songs and and run away (laughs) okay avoid if you think that's your weakness then stay away stay away okay so anyway uh, the point is uh, God is good because not only that he will not allow trials that we cannot bear but he will provide a way out that's big blessing right and so um, uh, as a summary okay summary point number one Blessings and trials are both bundled in a believer's life. Okay? Point number one, blessings and trials are both bundled in a believer's life. By the way, I forgot to mention that earlier. <laughs> point number two, prosperity and adversity are both God's work. Point number two, prosperity and adversity are both God's work. And point. Number three, God has a purpose for our success and our pain. Remember we told you those points, why God allows positive and negative. You see, and he is interested with our response. So it's always a multiple choice in this this life. While we are here on earth, You have to choose. Are you going to face your trials according to God's way? Or are you going to face it uh, and and find solution uh, by your own might and intelligence? (laughs) Okay? The Bible says, Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him because He will direct your path. So that's the right way. Okay. Don't do things. Don't try to solve problems according to your expertise or your ways. And no, you cannot do that. Solve your problems with the mindset of Christ. Always remember that. So, okay. So trials will what? Make us strong and battle. Okay. It will stretch our patience. Okay. Trials or affliction will make us become what? Depressed dependent on God we discussed that earlier okay uh, the character of Christ is what is formed in us through the process called trials or 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 sufferings promotion and blessing come after after we uh, we we overcome or we pass our test our trials okay just like uh, Abraham remember Abraham uh, uh, offering his son Isaac, okay, when he was asked to uh, uh, Job, where uh, he remained faithful and loyal to God, okay, he did not curse God. If there's something he cursed, he, he cursed the day he was born, but not, not, not God, not God. Uh, uh, okay, so, to make the long story short, rejoice when God gives you a blessing, when God blesses you, when God... Gives you success, prosperity, rejoice. But when you're facing adversity, consider rejoice also. <laughs> okay, because God has a purpose. So that is all for today. I hope I, uh, I hope I answered some of your life questions through uh, our message entitled uh, "Multiple Choice." <laughs> And I hope that in response to our topic, you uh, will seek God, you will uh, repent if there are things you need to repent of, uh, that you will uh, also love Him more uh, despite all the trials you're facing right now. Instead of complaining, you, you will love Him and seek Him more. Uh, through the ups and downs, uh, through the thick and thin, through hardships and through, uh, through uh, the good times. End times, right? <laughs> you will hold on, on rem- or remain in Christ. So I hope your faith in God remains the same or will become stronger instead, okay? Even in the midst of the storm, because you know what? You know, in Matthew chapter 8, 23 to 26, I'm not going to read that, but also in Luke chapter 8, 22 to 25, okay? You know the story. It's about God. Who said, Peace be still? Okay? God can calm the storm for you. We just remain faithful in the midst of the storm, but God can calm the storm. So if you're facing some sort of a storm in your life right now, you know, he did it before uh, his disciples. He said, Peace be still, he can do it for you today. Okay? He can do it for you. He will come. Your storm, the storm that you're facing right now, if you will ask Him to. Because you see, by allowing trials, we will again remember Him because there's no one else who can help us, you know, through our trials but Him. Okay? But Him. So that's the the fastest way uh, to handle trials. Go after God. Draw after God. Okay? Love Him. So if you ask Him, He said, Ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. So friends, the one who taught that principle is the one who can help us. He said, Come unto me all you who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. So today, today, there's no other solution. If you are in big trouble, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. If you want to know about salvation, very simple. If you want to be saved, you want eternal life, the answer is so simple. The Savior himself said, John chapter 3, uh, verse 7, he said, You must be born again. John chapter three seven, the Savior said, "Do not be surprised, do not be amazed at my saying or if I tell you, you must. He did not say, You should well, he said, You must be born again and he's not talking to a commoner, he's not talking to a a a a person uh, you know or a sinner. He was talking to a priest. Not just a priest, but a a Jewish priest. Not just a Jewish priest, but someone who belongs to the Sanhedrin. Okay? So, this priest Nicodemus is is part of the Sanhedrin. It's the highest position in Israel. Okay? Because he's like a senator also. A lawyer and a senator. (laughs) And he told him, unless a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So, you who are watching this right now, if you're not born again, you will not be saved. And Jesus said, John 3 7, he told this priest. So, if if the priest cannot be saved, how much more with us? We must be born again. So, do you want to be saved? You want eternal life? Very simple. Very simple. You must be born again. And born again is not the religion. It is the state of being in Christ Jesus. And it, in Romans chapter 10 says, if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, meaning to say that Jesus became sin for you, he, he took your place in the cross. That's why he was. And then when he, when he completed the, the payment, the transaction to pay for our sins then he rose from the dead he resurrected from the dead so if you believe that jesus resurrected from the dead so your sins are also forgiven okay let me say that again romans chapter 10 if you confess with your mouth jesus is lord meaning to say you you need to submit to his lordship so you can be one of the benefactor you cannot benefit Forgiveness, you cannot benefit what Jesus paid for in the cross. You cannot benefit the eternal life. You're not a benefactor unless you come under his lordship. That's why you need to confess Jesus is Lord. Okay, the Bible says, okay, again, let me say it again. Romans chapter 10. If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved okay so today we we want to give you this opportunity to confess jesus is lord we want to give you this opportunity to give your life to commit your life in the hands of the lord um and for you to confess that jesus died for you and that and that he Instead of us, he took our place. This is what we call substitutionary death the cross. That's why Jesus, being God, left his deity, his Godhood, or he left his splendor in heaven. He went down to, to, to become man, to walk among man, so that he can be sin. so he can be, bore our sin he, he bore our sin okay he he can become our sin offering so he was the perfect sacrifice that god sent that's why the bible says for god so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him and who he is and what he did okay will not perish but have everlasting life that means to say you understand what jesus did Because if you believe in who Jesus is and what Jesus did for us, you realize that we're all sinners and we're all dumb, we're all doomed, and we're all gonna die because we were born in sin and we're born enemies of the cross. So when we die, we go to hell we are going to go to eternal punishment but look god is love he provided a way instead of us because we cannot pay for our sin so he sent his son jesus christ to die in the to die in the cross took our place died paid our sins and the only way for us to be you know to be freed from from sin okay from the curse of sin is to exchange our lives with him Is what I mean is that you give your life to Jesus so that his life will be given to you meaning to say the life he lived okay the, the sin that he died for that he paid for will be yours today alright so I hope you understand and today uh, if you want to give your life to jesus you want to come under the lordship of jesus we want to pray a prayer that we call salvation prayer some calls it sinner's prayer but i want to call it salvation prayer because it's in line with romans chapter 10 that says if you confess with your mouth jesus is lord and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved okay so today Let me say that. Prayer. If you want to give your life to Jesus right now, let's bow down our heads and say this prayer after me. Say, Father in heaven, okay, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, and by the power of your Holy Spirit, I pray. I believe that Jesus died in the cross to pay for my sins and that He rose from the dead on the third day. I confess that I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. Forgive my sins and cleanse me with the blood of Jesus, today I entrust my life, my whole life, body, soul, and spirit, to Jesus as my personal Lord and only Savior. In Jesus' name I pray, Amen. So if you prayed that prayer, friends, welcome to the family of God. You know, we encourage you to buy a Bible, get one that you can understand, okay? The version that's easy for you to understand, and start reading from the book of John. You see, the Bible is a library. It's it's full of books. And so uh, I know as a new believer, as a new Christian, you don't know where to start, but I, we suggest that you start in the New Testament. Uh start from uh, the book of John okay because the book of John is uh, it's like a multivitamins it's like everything there all the essentials are in that book okay so you can start with the book of Mark if you want Mark is good Uh, Matthew but it's longer Matthew book of Matthew is longer Matthew Mark uh, Mark is the shortest and then Luke and then John okay but the it's up to you Matthew, Mark, Luke, John it's up to you so uh, whatever you like but we encourage you if you have, you're busy you, have, you, you can read a chapter a day you start with the book of John and also that uh, look for a Bible believing church okay a church that's closest to the Bible that, that esteems the word of God as the final authority because not all churches you know view the Bible as the final authority So that is why we tell you that uh, a church that doesn't you know uphold the Bible's the final authority can be can fall to deception. Okay? Because they will tell you oh Bible is not complete, so therefore you need to read the other book written by our founder. That's a false church, okay? (laughs) Because the book that was written by their founder was not a book written by the Lord Jesus Christ. It was not based on the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? The disciples of Jesus have never read those writings from, from the founder of their church. So don't believe the church. That's the wrong church. Go to a church, okay, that believes the Bible is the final authority. Okay? not other uh, literature or whatever okay the bible the the old testament and the new testament so friends ladies and gentlemen if you have more questions you can send us a message we love you thank you for joining us and for those of you who have re- given your life to jesus uh, you know uh, if you are near uh, one of our churches uh, our the name of our church is Maranatha family church uh we have 22 churches uh, since last year, but we have many outreaches. And maybe if you happen to, you know, to see or one of our churches, maybe you're in in the area where you live, you know, you can uh, try. Yeah just try attending uh, one service if you like it if not then you know you can you're free to choose <laughs> whatever suits you because i understand that uh, some people like loud music and some people don't like loud music uh, we at maranatha we we like loud music <laughs> most of our leaders are musicians uh, I mean pastors also are musicians So we're, we're used to loud uh, Playing loud music But not the music of this world Okay so it's up to you Okay if you want to do the hymns Up to you As long as the church Okay reveres or stems The word the bible As the final authority Okay so uh, God bless you all And uh, let's pray Father, thank you for everyone who have joined us and those who will be watching this later. Bless us. Visit them also in their homes. Um, Lord, we ask for your anointing to be upon all of us. Your, I mean, I mean we ask for your presence to be with us wherever we go. Uh, continue to inspire us and, and teach us your ways. And, um, and, uh, and Lord, I pray that you would guide, those who gave their lives to you today and now the lord bless you and keep you the lord makes his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you the lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace may the grace of the lord jesus christ the love of god and the fellowship of the holy spirit be with us all and all of god's people say Amen and amen. So thank you very much for joining us today. We hope that you will join us again next week uh, with our new topic. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davo on Facebook, where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdbr. God bless.